Hi, friend. Welcome back to the show. In today's Tea Time Tuesday episode, I'm going to tell you why your child might be labeling you as toxic. There are three behaviors that you may be engaging in that can contribute to being labeled as a toxic parent. When you become aware of this information, you're better equipped to avoid these behaviors in the future. Even when your estranged child has labeled you as toxic, it is not too late to undo that label. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Estranged Mom Coach Podcast. Are you going through a family estrangement from your adult son or daughter? Do you wonder why your child cut you off, if there's a way to save the relationship, or how you can ever feel happy again? You can only distract yourself and avoid thinking about it for so long, and then it hits you all over again. How can this be happening? I'm Jenny Good. I'm a certified coach trained in mindset neuroscience, family estrangement, and emotional healing. I'm also a mom who's been through adult child estrangement and reconciliation. I teach Christian estranged moms how to increase their odds of reconciling with their child and how to achieve emotional healing and happiness in the meantime. And we do it from a biblical perspective. So grab your tea, pop in your AirPods, and exhale. Welcome home, Sister Mom. It's going to be okay. Quick disclaimer, I am a certified coach, not a therapist. If you think you're suffering from a mental health disorder, please seek help from a licensed therapist or call 911. Hello, my tea time friend. Thanks for stopping by and spending time with me today. How many of us have been labeled as toxic by an estranged daughter or son? It's a hurtful label, and maybe you have no idea why your child is saying it. In this Tea Time Tuesday episode, I'm going to tell you three things that you might be doing that makes your child think you're toxic. When you know better, you can do better. So get your tea warmed up and settle in. Okay, here we go. The first behavior that causes your child to label you as toxic is showing up unannounced at their house or their workplace. If you've been trying to reach your son or daughter and they are not responding to you, it can begin to build a sense of urgency or even panic. Maybe you fear that they're slipping away and if you don't have a conversation with them soon, you'll lose them forever. Often, estranged parents also think that if they could just sit down with their child and talk, this surely could be worked out. After all, you thought you had a reasonable relationship with them over the years, and not being able to talk about whatever the problem is seems silly to you. While all of this sounds logical, it's not helpful. Your estranged son or daughter believed there was a big enough issue to stop contact. They have asked for space, whether that's directly through a request for space or indirectly by going silent. And if you trample all over that boundary and show up at their workplace or their house, they're going to think, my mom is never going to change. This is yet another example of how she ignores my boundaries, refuses to hear me, and puts what she wants ahead of what I need. That is what your child will take from you showing up unannounced during the estrangement. They will also feel that you're trying to force contact and overpower them. 
a feeling of lack of power in the relationship is a part of every estrangement. So doing something that strengthens that feeling only makes the estrangement last longer. And in the end of it, showing up unannounced won't get you what you wanted anyway. Your child will not suddenly say, okay, mom, you ignored what I said and showed up anyway. So now I believe that we can talk this out. Come on in. And by the way, do you want to visit with the grandkids? Now, I'm not trying to be snarky by saying it that way, but I do want you to hear how unlikely that is to happen as a result of your showing up at their workplace or their house. What will happen is that they will either refuse to see you, tell you to leave, or even call the police. In some instances, showing up unannounced might lead to legal action such as a restraining order. And any one of those outcomes just make you feel worse. The second thing that you want to avoid that can make your children label you as toxic is having another family member talk to them about your situation with the estrangement. Family members or friends might come to you and ask if you would like for them to talk to your estranged son or daughter for you. They mean well, they want to help, and they think that if they relay to your child how much you're hurting or how much you want to talk to them, that your child would see the error of their ways and agree. I have heard of this happening literally one time where it worked out well, but in almost every case, this will lead to more turmoil between your child and you. They perceive this as you manipulating other people to do your bidding. They might even use this as quote-unquote evidence that you are a narcissist, believing that you are calculating and turning people against them and making yourself look like a model citizen. Allow your estranged son or daughter's relationships with other people to stay separate from the estrangement with you. Keep clean boundary lines around what's going on with the two of you. If family or friends offer to try to help, just explain that it would almost always make things worse and you appreciate them wanting to help, but you'd rather they not do that. You can always suggest to them that they agree with you in prayer for God's healing of the situation, and that's something powerfully helpful that they can do instead of talking to your estranged child on your behalf. And the third thing that you would want to avoid if you don't want to be labeled as toxic by your estranged child is over texting. If your child has not specifically asked for no contact and you're still texting them here and there, or if you are in a relationship with them, but you're semi-estranged, this is especially for you. When we grew up, if you wanted to talk to someone, you either went to where they were and had a face-to-face conversation, you wrote a letter, or you made a phone call. We learned a different way of communicating than the current generation. In the modern digital age of texting, we might still apply the same etiquette rules to our texts, but our children probably do not. For example, you might think it's only polite to say goodbye and sort of sign off of a conversation when you're ending the interaction, even by text. But your child, on the other hand, might just let a text sit there unanswered, even though they had been texting back prior to that. They just might go do something else. To them, you can just walk away from the text or wait to answer it. To you, that might seem rude. 
you feel like you're being ignored or given the silent treatment. Your brain can run away with that line of thought and tell you that your adult child is abusing you by not answering or waiting a long time to reply. Your brain can tell you that your semi-estranged child is heading toward full no contact, when in reality, they might not even think anything is out of the ordinary. All of those runaway thoughts lead to anxiety, and you begin to act from that place, sending more and more texts, demanding to know why they're not replying or guilting them for not answering you. This creates more avoidance from them, and they see the behavior as controlling, demanding, or making it all about you and what you want. Anytime you make it all about you, you're risking them labeling you as narcissistic. And we hear that label being misused too often already. There are better ways to handle the anxiety and upset feelings that you have when your child does not reply to your texts. One thing you can do is give yourself a one-hour boundary. When you're tempted to text again, if you've already texted within the past three days and not gotten an answer, promise yourself that for a minimum of one hour, you will put your phone down and go do something else. Have a list of things that you can choose from. Things like taking a walk outside, coloring in an adult coloring book, working in the garden, or calling a friend and talking about something other than your adult child. After an hour, you will most likely feel calmer and you probably won't feel such an urgent need to text your child at that time. If you'd like help with emotional regulation so that you don't make things worse by over-texting, showing up at their house, or other behaviors that make things worse, I can help you. Head over to theestrangedmomcoach.com forward slash schedule. And depending on my availability, you can either schedule a free consultation call or you can get on the wait list to be notified when an opening becomes available for a free consultation. People who are on that wait list get first shot at the free consultations and those do fill up fast. Again, the link to go to is theestrangedmomcoach.com forward slash schedule. And that link will also be in the notes for this episode. So to recap, three behaviors that lead to your estranged child labeling you as toxic are showing up unannounced at their workplace or their house, having family members or friends talk to them on your behalf, or over-texting. And if you've already engaged in these activities, it's not too late to turn it around. You can choose new, more beneficial actions today, right now. Just start where you are and be better from this time. Forgive yourself for the past. We are all works in progress. Okay, friend, that is what I have for you this time, and I hope it blesses you. Hey, Sister Mom. Thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, helped you, or blessed you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it too. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are a daughter of the Most High King, and you are not alone.